Welcome to Food Safety University, episode number 17. And today we are talking about building your business from the future. Welcome to the Food Safety University podcast presented by Dr. Michelle Fannin-Steele of Dirigo Food Safety. Tune in to learn food safety in plain English. We will break down the ins and outs of the food code, HACCP plans, you name it. We make food safety simple, easy, and even fun. Now here's your host, Dr. P. Hello, everybody. It is kind of early in the morning for me. I don't usually uh, record the podcast at this hour of the day, um, but we've got lots of stuff that we are working on, and we have a few changes coming to the podcast, uh, and I'm looking forward to uh, introducing you to uh, my senior food safety associate, David Zarling. He is going to start doing a um, an episode of the podcast every week, much more focused on plant management and, you know, kind of what we think of as like the block and tackle of food safety and plant management. Uh, he's got a pretty deep history. You can go catch him on Instagram at a farm butcher if you want to start to get to know him. Uh, and he does a podcast called The Meat Block, uh, which, you know, they just kind of sit around and talk about varying things having to do with meat. And so he's going to come on to this podcast and talk much more about the work aspect <laughs> of, uh, of how we go about running plants and, uh, and creating the businesses that really make a difference in the local food movement. So we're really looking forward to inviting David onto the podcast. He and I will be having conversations and then he'll be doing podcasts, uh, um, you know, just all like, like I do all by, all by himself. Uh, so if you have things around plant management that you are interested in hearing about, feel free to send us an email at info at dirigofoodsafety.com and you can uh, request some podcast episodes <laughs> and we'll see what we can do to accommodate them, which is actually how this podcast episode came about. So y'all know that we have our flagship product called Food Safety University, and we've had a ton of people sign up and it's been really, really good because they get to start with their uh, training and they go into HACCP training and they go into preventive controls training, kind of depending on what they're doing. And then we start working on specifications and, and that sort of thing. And what I find super fascinating is, is that the people who are the most successful with Food Safety University are the ones that have a concept of how good their business is going to be when they've instituted the HACCP plan, when they have past the audit and when their business is doing exactly what they want their business to do. Uh, and then the ones who sign up and then do nothing with it are the ones who are focused on relitigating the past, who are focused on, on creating the same results that they, they already have, even if they can't, like, even if they can't make the language sound like that. That's not what they're telling themselves, right? And so today, what I really want to focus on is um, how to build your present reality 
from your future. Okay. And this is sort of a, is, is this is a concept that requires you to stretch your brain a little bit and that's totally okay. Um, because it's by stretching our brain that we grow. And we're all about the growth here, okay? And one of the things that I figured out this week, you know, because I work with people on so many things that are um, that are so uh, key to the business, right? Your food safety plan is the heart of your food production business. And if you don't believe me on that, it's entirely possible that you're measuring some of the wrong stuff and that you are not paying attention to the things that you need to pay attention to because food safety is the heart of the business. It's the heart of your business because without food safety, you really can't sell anything and you really can't sleep at night. Dude, I am all about sleeping at night. So, so when you look at creating who you want to, like the business that you want to create, okay, and how many things that you want to sell and, and all the people that you want to go out there and help, if you are instead focusing on whatever happened in the plant yesterday or in the business yesterday or what you're not selling or how hard everything is, it's going to be a hell of a lot more difficult to move into the future and decide what you're going to do, okay, to grow the business. And the what I want you to think about is the difference in how feeling fear, like feels, all right, so if you think of something that you're scared of, the FDA coming, the USDA coming, an employee quitting, uh, you know, a... a, a piece of machinery breaking down. And I want you to think about that fear, okay, versus uncertainty, okay? There is real fear that is associated with running our businesses. Am I gonna make payroll? I don't know an entrepreneur who hasn't felt that fear of am I gonna make payroll? But I think that a lot of what we experience and we name as fear is actually uncertainty. And I came to this conclusion to this week while I was working with my own coach because I was going through some, I was going through some stuff around Food Safety University. So my goal is to sell Food Safety University, obviously, and I'm trying to sell 200 of them uh, this year. And in order for me to be able to do that, I have to already approach myself as the person who has sold 200 of them. And that is, that is through force of habit. But as I was thinking and I, as I was like doing my reflections in my journaling, I was noticing there's scared versus uncertainty about the how. And I really like took those apart because I had been lumping those together. And here's the deal. I am not scared about not about about that 200 number. I'm not scared about it at all. I have been scared in the past about my total revenue numbers and how much money I'm bringing in and all that sort of stuff. 
I'm an entrepreneur. I've, I've experienced that fear. But when I looked at it this week, what I mostly noticed is, is I am uncertain as to the how. And that feels a lot different than being afraid it's not going to happen at all. And what that allows me to do is it allows me to separate out dealing with the fear and dealing with the uncertainty. And that's a beautiful thing because we, when we can deal with one emotion at a time, then, you know, if you go back to the podcast that I had with Maggie last week, that uncomplicates things. And that soul-centered communication that we talked about in Food Safety University, episode number 16, I do that with my own self. And so if I can uncomplicate things by separating out when I'm afraid and when I'm uncertain, I have to tell you, uncertainty is a lot easier for me to deal with. I'm really good in uncertainty. I thrive in uncertainty. I figure shit out in uncertainty, and I'm amazing at it versus being in fear where I'm just frozen and scared. And I think that's one of the reasons people hire me is because I'm totally okay with the uncertainty of what's going to happen because I know several things. So, okay, that I have boundaries around my uncertainty because I have done so many things that have required uncertainty, right? I left home for college. I went to a women's college. That's not a very common choice. After college, I left the country for the Middle East and joined the Peace Corps. I left the Peace Corps early and came home. I left Massachusetts for Georgia. I I got into vet school and I joined the army. I left Georgia for New Jersey and marriage and home building, right? Then I left the army for raising my kids and we left New Jersey to build the business and we went to Maine and then I left Maine and I came to Ohio to really blow the business up to the proportions that I know that it can be. And I did all of that in uncertainty. Was there fear? Hell yeah, I was afraid my house wasn't gonna sell. I was afraid I wasn't gonna make money on it. I was afraid the clients wouldn't come. I was afraid. Of course, I was afraid over, over all of that sort of stuff. But what I get to do is, is I get to dive into understanding that fear versus, versus mere uncertainty. And uncertainty is a hell of a lot easier for me to deal with because I've just done it so much. And, it's, and, and so what I can offer you is, is that by understanding your own uncertainty about how you're going to do things, you will build the muscle of dealing with uncertainty and that will only do good things to grow your business. So how do I go about doing this? Well, I always decide what results I want, you know, and, and, and deciding what your results you want is understanding that you're going to go get it no matter what. 200 food safety universities in a year that's as good as done. It's as good as done because the product is amazing. My ability to sell is amazing. And my clients are amazing. They're getting amazing results out of it, like transformative results out of it. And that's what sells products, right? Whether you're buying a car or buying an online course. And so when that happens, 
I can build a, a box around my uncertainty and say, okay, I'm committed to my results. I know who I'm going to be when I show up to my results. And that's the key decision that you have to make. Who are you going to be? Okay. Are you going to be somebody who yells? I have absolutely worked with, with clients who they hired a plant manager who they knew was a yeller. And they were okay with that because they thought yelling was the way to get what they wanted. So I don't think, I don't agree with that, obviously. I mean, they weren't clients for very long after that because there's no context within which I can build people up when the plant manager is hollering at people all damn day long, right? So that's not a thing we do around here. And so who are you going, who are you gonna be, right? And deciding who you're going to be seems like a really weird decision. But I want you to think about who you have been when you've been your most settled and most happy at work. Okay, when you dream about what it is that you want to do. You know, I just hired a, I just hired another VA and I was explaining to her how much I work. Um, I, get, I get more done in my work week, which is not a 40-hour work week, than most people get done in, in, in probably 50 hours. Right. I generally work between 30 and 35 hours a week um, and I have plenty of time for my family. I have plenty of time for my own brain. I have a geriatric dog that I walk, you know, but I do that because I have decided I am showing up in love and service and self-respect. And so when uncertainty rears its head, I'm like, OK, well, what do I do in love and service and self-respect? Love and service and self-respect when it comes to time management looks a lot like putting stuff down on the calendar and doing it no matter what, <laughs> you know, and making that decision and knowing that if I make decisions in love and service and self-respect, they will be the right decisions no matter what the outcome is because the outcome of decisions is always uncertain and we're always trying to create certainty where none may exist. But if we just embrace the uncertainty of our future and not worry about it and decide who the heck we're going to be as we show up to that, then we can really do anything. And I am an example of that. You know, I'm going to be on Maggie's podcast and we were talking about this. And guys, I'm not going to lie. I'm an example of somebody who really kind of has it all. You know, how are women allowed to have it all? They are allowed to have it all because I've decided to have it all. I have a great husband, I have great kids, I have a great business, I have a great house, right? Do I still have problems? Yes, of course, but I still have it all because I have decided I have it all. And I have decided who I'm gonna be in that all as an entrepreneur. And that is equally available to you if you simply figure out what are the things that are the most important to you when you're out there making decisions. And what I want you, if you can figure out what your values are, and some people can't, right? You can try mine, go through the day, you know, deciding what self-respect looks like and decide if you like it. Because all of your results, all of the things that you wanna create are there because they think you're, you think you're gonna have a certain feeling when it's done. When you're, when you're producing 15 pallets a day, right? And the money is flowing in. You want that result because of how you are going to feel. 
And so if you're going to feel with, with 15 pallets a day, right, let's just use that as an example, 15 pallets, an amazing product that, that conforms to specification, my favorite definition of quality, right, and you think about how that's going to feel, then what I want you to do every, every day and in every decision, think about that feeling, okay? The reason I want to sell what I sell, okay, is because I feel when I'm out here talking to people, I feel warm, I feel relaxed, I feel connected, and I love that feeling. And when I have all of these people in Food Safety University, and I get to talk to them all the time through the computer and feel warm and relaxed and connected and help them solve business problems, sign me up for that. That's the best feeling in the world. And so if I make decisions now, as if all of those people are already there, then those people will show up. If you make decisions now from how you're going to feel when you have 15 pallets out the door day in and day out, you'll make the decisions that will make production of those pallets a reality. Will it happen overnight? Unlikely. Will it happen? It is as good as done. Decide who you want to be, figure out how you're going to feel, and go out there and get it done. Thanks so much, everybody. Y'all have a great week. Thanks for listening. Before you go, hit the subscribe button and check us out at foodsafetyuniversity.com. We have free food safety guides waiting for you. See you next time.